0: That's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the first pick in the 2011 NFL draft, the Carolina Panthers select Cam Newton. quarterback. Robert. Carolina Panthers are NFC champions. And Ron Rivera is going to the Super Bowl. Around the right side. He does. But leaps. What's good, podcast people? I am back, and first of all, I hope you guys enjoyed that intro in the beginning, trying something a little new. But before I get started, um, make sure you guys, you know, if this is the first time you've ever heard my podcast, a pantomimony podcast, make sure you give me a follow. Uh, follow me on all social media platforms, or not all social media, all podcast platforms, like uh, Apple Podcasts, Modify, Google Podcast, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast from, more than likely, unless it's just some site I've never heard before, then more than likely I'm gonna be on there. So before we get into it, I'm gonna kind of give you uh, an update of what kind of been what's going on. I know it's been over two months. I Think almost January, February, March, April. so about three, over three months since uh, since you last, you guys last saw me. So I'm gonna kind of explain what's been going on. What what's my uh, overall what do I want to do with this with this podcast and what's going to be going down in the next next few months or in the future for the panthermonium podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and give you guys an update. What I've kind of been going on and the reason it's been almost three months. You guys haven't seen me. Um, So when I first dropped the first podcast, I thought I was going to do it, you know, weekly or whatever. But I decided not to do it that way. Because. You know, I just didn't want to oversaturate the podcast and I just didn't want to force myself to come up with something every week to talk about the Panthers. I knew that I was going to it was going to be difficult and stressful and I just didn't kind of want to do that. So this is kind of my schedule, what I have my my thought of what I'm going to do with the podcast going forward. So we're going to have this podcast, as you guys see, that um it's going to be like the mock draft when i was uh, talking to you guys in the last podcast and if you haven't listened to the last podcast make sure you check it out um like i said it's on all uh streaming platforms so make sure you, you check it out the last podcast Oops, excuse me so um so i'm gonna be doing the mock draft this podcast and i'm also going to be talking about all the offseason moves that we made so far and give my thoughts you know what if, I, if I like the move, I hate the move, whatever. Yes, I will be talking about the Sam Donald trade, um, but that will be later. That will be the last offseason move we talk about because I have a lot of say on that. And so we're going to wait on the offseason move for that one. Or we're going to wait to talk about that one last. So after I'm done talking about the offseason moves, then we're going to move on to the mod draft that, it, uh, you guys, that I told you guys about in the last podcast. Um, the mock draft, I'm gonna do. You know, all the rounds that we have. I think we have like seven rounds or or six rounds or whatever. I know we traded around that that six pick. But um, I'm gonna be using the draft ne- network. Uh, shout out to them for their uh, for their podcast or for the mock draft. And we're gonna we're gonna go to, by their round by round and, You know, kind of give you my thought process with every pick and why I think they they'll help the team or not. Um, well, not or not because they're gonna help the team if I'm picking them up but so not only that i've been doing a little something different if you guys you know are listening on audio platforms i have a panthermonium podcast youtube now so if you guys want to check me out on youtube it's a panthermonium podcast the visual will be on youtube um as soon as i get done recording the same time the podcast will will be up it's going to be the same time the youtube video will be up so if you guys want to check out the visuals um, I will be showing like the highlights of everybody that we picked up on the screen and, um, kind of talking over them also in this beginning part, shout out to all the, uh, the Panthers fan pages that I follow on Twitter or on Instagram, Panther center, uh, Panthers access more today and Panthers insider shout out to guys, you guys, cause you know, you guys give me a lot of information, kind of keep me updated. What's going on with the Panthers every day. So I'm not going to lie, a lot of this information that I know now, it really wouldn't, I wouldn't have known it if it wasn't for those, you know, Panthers fan pages. So shout out to them. Make sure you follow all of them on Instagram. Uh, like I said, Panthers Center, uh, Center spells C-E-N-T-R-E, and then you have Panthers Access, and you also have Panthers Insider. Make sure you follow them, all of them on uh, on Instagram. They do a great job every day. They are Hey, they're way more dedicated than I can ever be. Um, but, but, yeah, make sure you guys check them out and um, give them a follow. So, uh, like I was saying, we're going to be looking at um, Panther Center. He, they've also done, like, their own breakdown of all the free agents that we've uh, signed so far before we've gotten Sam Darnold and, um, and AJ Boye. So, they kind of gave their breakdown. I'm not going to be really looking at that. I'm kind of just using their graphic. Just to see their stats and then the contract. That's why I kind of used their graphic because they got both of those on there and they have their signing grade, but I'm going to give my own thoughts and breakdowns some all, uh, all the draft or all the uh, picks, the pickups that we've gotten so far. So, like I said, make sure you guys, if you haven't already, follow me on these platforms before we get into it. Like I said, again, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. If you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure to drop a five star, make sure to give a comment, and then uh, in the comment section, you know, give me some ideas or suggestions or something I can do better for next time. Um, so make sure you go ahead, drop that five star. And like I said, the video is available on YouTube. So go ahead, check me out. Panthermonium podcast. It will be in the description of all these streaming platforms. So make sure you go ahead, check it out. And the visual will be there. So uh, let's jump right into it. So with the first pickup that we have here, a son reddit. I honestly, I love the pickup. Um, I watched a few Arizona Cardinal games, jumped off my screen last year. And for, I honestly, going into this, I didn't think we were going to be able to, to afford somebody like Hassan Reddick. Um, actually, going into this free agency period, I didn't really know like who, I know what we needed. I know we needed linebackers and, and cornerbacks and O linemen, um, but I just didn't know how exactly we were going to get if we were going to get some some big pieces not necessarily big pieces but like some valuable pieces somebody like Hassan Riddick I didn't know if we would be able to afford them because not only we were saving up for Deshaun Watson and saving up Cat for that and that whole situation that's a whole different story for another day but to be able to get somebody like Hassan Riddick let's go ahead look at some of his of his highlights sorry for the for the guy the audio listeners you guys won't be able to to see the highlights I'm showing but this guy, I, I remember when we first picked him up. I was checking out his highlights, and he just—he just all over the field. You know, he could play. He could play that edge rusher. Yeah, they got him. They got him in coverage a little bit, and um, and the in this 49ers clip that I'm looking at right now. But I, I love the pickup. It's and getting him for only what eight mil for one year, kind of like a prove it deal. That's 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 a steal in my opinion. So being able to get somebody like Hassan Reddit is just making our front seven. More dangerous than it already is. I mean, last year we had you know Derek Brown and, and Grossman toes only improve going later down to the year. Um, but losing somebody like FA Abada, who is is a, a low key uh, underrated pass rusher in my opinion, um, and, and replacing him with a Hassan Reddick, I mean you can't really ask for a, a much better pickup than getting <laughs> getting I guess a a, a healthy JJ Watt, but. Yeah, I love the Hassan Reddick pickup. I mean, looking at these highlights, he's just, he just jumps off your screen, man. You know, he's just quick, fast. A lot of these linemen can, cannot keep up with him. They try to put a running back on him. The running back can't do anything. I mean, I love I love what we did in our front seven in this offseason. I mean, and we'll get into the other pickups that we did. But, man, our, our front seven is going to be scary. It's going to be kind of like, you know, the old Panthers was. You know back back in the day you could you could throw on us but hey you wasn't you wasn't running to that foot or you wasn't run running, uh, running that football on us and a good a good amount of time you know we just didn't we didn't have to send blitzes um we'll probably do that especially you know with with the players that we picked up but you know back you know five four or five years ago when our when our front seven was 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 dangerous man it was scary you know like i said nobody could nobody could run on us nobody could you could you could pass the football because we haven't we've never really had, you know, other than Josh Norman and I guess you could say Chris Gamble, you know, we really haven't had any crazy lockdown cornerbacks. So um but I guess it's kind of off top, off topic, but Dante Jackson, I hope he, you know, keeps improving and he becomes that uh, that lockdown that that lockdown corner. Um I definitely think he can get there. Uh he's a he's a great great corner. He just got to stay healthy, man, you know. But he plays hard, and that might be one of the reasons why he always gets injured. He he might play a little bit too hard. But I rather have a guy that that plays too hard than doesn't play hard at all. So, you know, uh, hopefully in this in this draft, like I said, kind of get off topic, we can get we can get a corner. But but back to Hassan Reddick, he he's a hard hitter. Hey man, He's gonna tackle you, and hey, when when you get in his arms, you <laughs> you're not going anywhere. So. Like I said, I'm just watching the rest of these highlights. Uh, like I said, I love the, love the pickup. we we'll kind of look at some of his stats before I finish the rest of his highlights. Just show you guys, for the audio listeners, uh, what kind of player we're picking up. So, this is, was 2020. Like I said, shout out to Panther Center for hooking me up with all this information. Um, 2020 sack uh, stats was 63 tackles, uh, 12 and a half sacks, 15 tackles for loss, and 16 quarterback hits. I mean... For and only getting getting that kind of production for a one-year max value of eight dollars or I say eight dollars <laughs> eight million is uh Is yeah, that's a steal? I mean honestly, I uh, I don't really know what else to say with that I mean to be able to get somebody so um, like I was saying Sorry about that guys, but like I was saying, you know, you get a guy that has these kind of has these kind of numbers And you're only getting it for eight million a one-year prove a deal um it's just you can't ask for much better. So, hey, shout out to a uh, shout out to our GM. Um, I forgot his his name Scott. I'm not even gonna try to say his last name, but I know his first name Scott. Whatever his last name is, I feel like as a Panthers fan I should know this. But, um, shout out to our GM though. Our GM has been doing his thing in this off season. You know, I've loved every move that we've gotten so far, and. Honestly, I think it's just gonna get better, especially coming up with the draft later this month. I think it just honestly, it's it's gonna be better. So I'm gonna finish watching out, uh, watching the rest of these highlights, and uh, kind of just give my give my thoughts. Just anything, anything pops out on the screen. I mean, like I said, I'm gonna try to explain it for you for you visual listeners, but. I mean, this guy's—he's—he's a, he's a dog, man. You know, he's a dog. And I'm not just hyping it up, cause oh, he's a Panthers now. You know, watching him and um and playing against him, and some, uh, when we play against Arizona, he, he's a guy that, that jumps off your screen, man. Um, I mean, you looked at the—you look at the stats. The stats—they speak for themselves, man. So he's definitely gonna gonna help out our uh our pass rush immensely. Uh, I mean, just gonna be. Whew, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a great a great pickup great pickup for sure um it's not really else Us more t- I could I could talk about it Um, just kind of watching the rest of these highlights and uh, shout out shout out to the guy that, that made these highlights by the way uh, simply AS10 make sure if you if you guys are watching on uh, on YouTube make sure you guys give him a subscribe um just check out check out all these guys that I'm that I'm using for this info this this podcast wouldn't be wouldn't be a thing if I didn't have, you know, all this information and all these videos and everything. So, you know, shout out to everybody that I'm using to, to help make these uh, make this podcast a thing. So I think we're, we're going towards the uh, the end of the, the podcast or not the podcast, the end of the, the highlight for a song, Reddick. But essentially, you guys seen it. You guys all the all the visual all the visual people out there, you seen you seen all the highlights got a got a playing in the background. This is the last clip. So, I mean, overall, my overall, I guess I can give a little, a letter grade about Asan Reddick. He's definitely, definitely an A plus, A plus plus. He breaks the scale, and just for getting that type of that type of production and value for that cheap, is honestly, it should, it should feel like it's illegal. Um, like I said, I, I, we're not getting you know, a prime to Davion Clowney or somebody like a prime Julius uh Julius Peppers. But when I when I think of A plus plus pickups, you're getting a guy that has 63 tackles, 12 and a half sacks, 15 tackles for loss, and 16 quarterback hits for eight million dollars. I understand it's a one year deal, but hey, for eight mil, and he was he was like a lot of people say that, that was a fluke year, so you already know he's gonna be coming back. Cause this is another Prove a deal. It's not like we gave him a five-year, multi-million-dollar contract. We gave him one year. He was. We said, "Hey, you know, a lot of people say it's a fluke. We don't believe it, but we're gonna give you this one-year prove-a-deal. This, hey, I want that same type of production. If we get even, I wouldn't say half, but if we even get eighty to eighty-five percent of these stats next year, that's a W in my opinion. I mean, you can't really ask much more from that." If we don't if we get these any anywhere close to these kind of stats that we had last year. So like I said, W on the Hassan Reddick pick. Love everything about it. Loved it when I got that notification from ESPN saying that we picked him up. And honestly, I I can't wait to see him in the um the blue and black. So next, we're gonna go with uh with Denzel Perriman. Uh I love this pickup too. Love the Denzel Perriman pickup. Um, we're just gonna talk about his stats real quick before I, I really go ham on this on because this, I got a lot to say about this one. But um, 48 tackles this is 2020, he only played 13 games, but 48 tackles, one sack, three tackles for loss, one pass breakup, on a forced fumble, and his contract's two years, six million. Pretty much another steal. Um, what three mil, three mil a year? That's that's I mean in the NFL that's some changes. Like essentially twenty dollars for uh, $20 a year. Like it's nothing that that's a steal for a guy like Denzel Perriman. So we're going to go ahead, check out his highlights and kind of talk about, kind of talk about him and kind of get my thoughts on, on Denzel Perriman. So first of all, I'm so glad we packed up. A, um, a, what was it? Tyre Whitehead. I mean that dude, right? Bro. If you guys, if you guys watch my, my previous podcast, I go over, uh, I just talk about all the games that happened last year. So I kind of go over everything, you know, my thoughts going into uh, of every game that happened last year and first game of the season when we played the Raiders. I mean, the dude is just, I don't know. I don't know what he was doing. I don't, he was just lost out there. Like he, and going from, I know, don't get me wrong. Going from Luke Keekly to Ty here, right? Head. I mean, it's nobody's going to replace Luke. It's gonna be hard to replace Luke. Luke is one of the greatest linebackers of all time. It's gonna be hard to replace that production. But to go from on top of the world essentially to below, like below garbage, is I mean that's a huge drop off. I mean the guy was just was just terrible, man. And hey, Tahir, if you listen to this somehow, some way, I'm sorry. I don't really know what to tell you. But you were not, you were not, you know, you were not good last year. Um, I distinctly remember that um, the, what's it called? The, the, inter- or not the interception, the pass interference penalty on, um, I forgot who it was. Who's that, uh, the wide receiver that played for uh, Clemson. I forgot his name, but that pass interference, I mean, he was just, he was there in coverage. And I know this is supposed to be talking about Denzel Pearman, but I'm just kind of giving my, my thoughts on, on the tie here, you know, whitehead, um, situation. And I, I, go into more detail about it in the last podcast. So you guys can check it out if you want me to go into more detail, but I mean, I'm just going to go ahead say a few more things about tiger and then kind of go talk about Denzel Perriman. But yeah, so what was I about to say? Oh yeah. So he was just, he, I don't know if he just, I don't know what it was, but he was there in past coverage and it gets it gets a pass interference penalty for for no reason. I'm like, bro, you're you're there in coverage. What are you what are you doing? So but going from that to Denzel Perriman, I think it's gonna be a major upgrade. I mean, it's not that hard to, to replace uh Tahir Whitehead. I mean, he wasn't the greatest of uh linebackers. So it, I think you could have put me out there and that probably would have been would have been an upgrade, but to get somebody like Ty here, White or Ty here? White, to get somebody like, um, Denzel Perryman is, is amazing. Honestly. Um, not only, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna, that coverage, you know, you know, he can also rush the passer. He's gonna, he's gonna hit you, you know? So not only all that on top of that, you're also going to get somebody that has great leadership, um, for these, for these young guys that are, that are coming in, especially, you know, for the for the Derek Browns and the Grossmetos, a guy that's been in the league for a minute, um, he's going to give that leadership, and he's also he's also going to hey, he's going to be a, a great a great help for our defense. I still, in my opinion, think we should probably still go linebacker, maybe not this draft necessarily, but I still think picking up that that franchise middle linebacker, um, at least at least maybe next draft. I still. Even this draft, honestly. Um, I'll kinda give my thoughts when I do the, the mock draft. But I still think that we should we should think be considering a franchise franchise linebacker. And I think that's why we signed him for a two year. Because um, it will probably the next draft will probably go linebacker. Um, this draft I think we're I think we're focused more offensive and like or O linemen and cornerback heavy, which I have no problem with. I, I love Uh, both of those selections so but overall my overall thought process on um on Denzel Perriman I love the pickup I love everything about it he's a great uh he's he's an upgrade for uh a way way better upgrade over Tahir Whitehead um but like I said it's not that hard to upgrade over that but another W for Scott man another W for Scott coming in at GM and not playing any games. Uh, they know what we need. And Scott is taking care of that. Again, another huge piece for our front seven. I mean, when I keep going down these, these free agents that we picked up, it just keeps getting scarier and scarier for our front seven. I mean, these guys are going to improve. These rookies from last year are going to improve. They're going to be me uh, be way better. Well, not way better than they were last year, but... You saw people like derrick brown towards the end of the season i know a lot of people had him in like his uh all rookie team which you had him and jeremy chin in the all rookie team for for some people which is a w for us gross matosis is just gonna get better um uh, bravion uh, roy i think that's how you say his name he's gonna get better um i mean we're just we're just getting coming better and i don't see us you know, not necessarily making making the playoffs and you know going deep in the playoffs this year, but getting pickups like this is only gonna be better for us. So, like I said, I love the Denzel Perriman, um pickup, love everything about it, and another another W for Scott. This uh, I guess I'll go ahead and give a letter grade as this video is starting to end. Um, I'll go ahead and give the the Denzel Perriman pickup. Probably, probably the same thing as the as the Panthers Panthers access maybe like a, B, a B plus A minus. He's not the because he's not the greatest um, linebacker. Yeah, he only played what thirteen games last year. So, but I love hey I love the pickup. Don't get me wrong, I love the pickup. So definitely have no problem problem picking up uh, Denzel Perriman. So. We're gonna go ahead, go into the next pickup, and that's another solid pickup, um, and, and that is Morgan Fox. I think what is that? He sixteen. I think he played in sixteen games. Did he play sixteen games? Um, but he only started in two, and he had what twenty-seven tackles, six sacks, uh, eight tackles for loss, nine QB hits, and one forced fumble. Now, Morgan Fox, I love this Morgan Fox pickup, and I'm going to tell you why. Because the guy, he didn't play a lot last year for the Rams. But when he came in, his production was through the roof. Like, he didn't start, like I said, he only started two games last year. So, he only started two games last year. But in his limited playing time, he put up numbers. Uh, Let's go back to it. Um, Yeah, he put up numbers. What is Okay. He put up numbers. You have the 27 27 tackles, six sacks, eight tackles for loss, nine QB hits, and a forced fumble. And a guy that didn't play that much. I wish. I think he did play all 16 games, but he just didn't get a lot of. He didn't have a lot of playing time. But looking at this, and the Sassan's going to play. Like like I said, he didn't get a lot of playing time, so the highlights is only a minute and fifty seconds. But I mean, you look at this, you just look at this production when he comes into the game. The guy is ruthless, man. The guy's gonna get after you, and another guy that's gonna that's gonna help our front seven. It's just it's just reminding me of old Panthers teams. I mean, look at him. How he—I mean, the visual or the audio listeners can't can't see it, but the visual guys—you see how he's coming after. Look how he just comes off the line, going after Tom Brady, forcing the fumble. I mean, the guy is the guy is ridiculous, man. And I, I'm so excited for this pickup. A guy that comes in, he's gonna give you, what even if he doesn't play that much, which I don't think, I think we're gonna play him a lot more than he was played in, in with the Rams. So. A guy that's gonna get uh, way more production than he did when he when he had last year, and he's gonna come in. He's gonna make. He's gonna do what he has to do with the production. He's gonna do great things with the limited with the limited whatever snaps you get him. We're gonna give him next year. He's gonna make the most out of them. He's not just gonna come in and not doing anything with the snaps. He's gonna come in. He's gonna he's gonna make plays. He's gonna get to the quarterback, and he's gonna help that D line. More than it, it already, it already you know needed. So, like I said, another another solid pickup. I'm gonna replay the the uh, the highlights for the the visual list or uh, visual watchers. But he he's a guy that's gonna come in and like I said, help that front seven and make them scary than they already are. Uh, with with Derek Brown, him him, him and Derek Brown, that's a hey, that's gonna be a scary combination. You know, both of them in the middle. That's gonna be. Whew, I am telling you, we're gonna be terrorizing teams this year. I'm gonna be highly. I'll be highly surprised if we if we're not we're not in the backfield a lot this year. If we don't have you know multiple sacks um, from you know people like Asan Morgan and even Denzel. You know, like I said, that's another guy that can rush the passer. But I love I love the Morgan Fox pickup. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't I didn't know much about the guy, but I did some research on him looked at some some film and he just i'm like dang this is the guy that we picked up and then like i said we're not we're not getting him for a lot a lot of, like i said all these pickups are not crazy you know two years 8.1 mil that's essentially four four mil a year that's that's chump change you know for for these nfl teams so again a guy that's not that we're not paying a lot and it's only what a two-year deal so if anything is going to help out our young guys that veteran leadership that we need you know especially getting you know all, only defensive players and a lot of them were starting last year um and only defensive players in the draft and a lot of them were starting we had a, a very young young defense last year that struggled in the beginning and but later down later down the road when they got more comfortable with the NFL they started it started performing so Like I said, another another great pickup, another W for Scott, and I'm probably gonna have to give the Morgan Fox uh, pickup another the same, probably the same grade that I gave Denzel Perryman, another another B uh, B plus A minus, just a solid guy that's gonna make most of all the snaps that he gets, and honestly, you can't can't ask for more than that. So. You know, hopefully Morgan lives up to the hype, and all these guys do. But I think they will. I mean, you guys are professionals; they're not, they're not gonna uh, not perform. I mean, they might have a few off days, but I truly believe that these guys are gonna come in and just make our defense way better than it already was last year. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but it definitely improvements from years prior. So. We're gonna go ahead. We're gonna let the rest of this this uh this video, I guess, finish out for uh, for Morgan Fox. Give him his give him his due. I mean, just you know, shout out to the Sammy D, but you know, he, he has no chance, man. He's these D line, I and mean, I know, understand his highlights. It's supposed to make they're called highlights. They're supposed to make these players look good, but you know, you see you see the stats. You look at the stats. You see that he doesn't get a lot of playing time, but. When he does, he makes most of it. And, you know, the highlights may not all tell you that, but if you look and you do some research, it'll, it'll show you. So, I said, shout-out to Morgan Wallen, and shout-out to to our guy Scott for making, for making another fantastic pickup. Um, let me go ahead and close out all these tabs. So, our, another signing, Dan Arnold. Only only I uh, think he had another 16 games played, only uh, started five times. But another guy, he had thirty one receptions, four ooh, excuse me, four hundred and thirty eight receiving yards, four touchdowns, fourteen yards per catch, and sixty eight point nine catch percentage. And another guy a small contract, two years, six million dollars. But this I was this is another guy I didn't know too much about, didn't watch a lot of Arizona Cardinal games. But watching, you know, some of these catches that this man made, I just um it's amazing. I love i love i love this dan arnold pickup um he's just for us it's something that we needed especially because we haven't used ever since greg olson you know not necessarily not even left because these last few years when he started really getting injured um kind of after the first time he broke his foot our tight end production kind of went down the drain and it's kind of upsetting because i thought ian thomas was going to be that guy You know, you saw a lot whenever Greg Olson first started or when he first broke his foot and first went out, you know, I was like, oh, this man, this man, Ian Thomas, he's making plays. I was like, okay, cool. We got our next, we got our next up. We got our next Greg Olson. And it's, I'm not saying he was Greg Olson, but somebody that can, I think he was going to be a valuable replacement. I was like, this is definitely, I could definitely see it. He was making plays. He's making great catches. You know, his athleticism was off the charts. And then for some reason he just never showed up. And I'm like, what happened to Ian Thomas? And I was one of the people I'm like, hey, you know, Kim, I feel like we need to play this guy more. He needs he needs more production. Like, what's what's going on? And he just he just never showed up. He just never showed out. And I honestly I don't know what happened with that with that whole situation. I don't know what what happened with uh with Ian Thomas and even even Chris Manhurst, but I was never a, a huge Chris Manhurst fan. But Dan Arnold, he's a I think he's a solid replacement. I still can see us going tight end, especially at that eighth pick, maybe getting a Kyle Pitts. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at that, but, um, but yeah, getting getting a Dan Arnold pickup, that's a sneaky good pickup. Hopefully, with this, we start including the tight end more instead of just having them block. I love. I mean, you know, for all. Your Pan- you Panthers fans, long-time Panthers fans You know how valuable our tight end was I mean, Greg Olson was essentially Our offense at one point So, you know, not having that In our system kind of feels weird Now, don't get me wrong, having Robbie Anderson DJ Moore, and Curtis Samuel last year And Christian McCaffrey That always, that always helps but you know, including including a guy like Dan Arnold, hopefully you know. Or, I mean, look at some of these plays, you visual visual watchers. I mean, he just he just makes plays. He has great hands. That what was it seventy catch percentage? So essentially, what was it like sixty nine point something? You know, so you seven times out of ten, you get the ball in this man's hands. He's gonna catch it, and that's just, that's the kind of safety blanket that you need as a uh, as a tight end. So. I'm excited. I'm excited for Dan Arnold. I hope he, you know, performs. I really think he will perform. So, I think you know, making this this is another another W for for Scott because I think essentially making this kind of pickup is just telling him hey, like, hey, we see the tight end problems. We see that we're not getting any production out of our tight end. Let's go out there. Let's go ahead grab us a guy like Dan Arnold for cheap, who's gonna make up make some plays. I'm not saying he's gonna have Greg Olson numbers. But, hey, if he does the same thing that he did in Arizona or maybe a little bit better, I mean, we still have DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and also David Moore, who I'm going to be talking about. Uh, I think he might be the next one, actually. Um, having having a guy like like Dan Arnold who can be that, you know, that third option or even fourth maybe sometimes, and that's going to be that safety blanket when you just need to throw it up there. You always need a guy that can just throw it up there and, hey, go catch this let's go go catch the ball and that's what uh, Greg Olson essentially was for us sometimes and you know some sometimes you know when with DJ Moore and and Robbie are not open just have somebody we could just dump the ball out it's gonna get us you know five ten or five five ten yards or whatever and and make a few plays sometimes and this guy's this guy's quick he's not a just a big bulky tight end and a lot of these guys a lot of these tight ends nowadays aren't you know these guys are essentially just tall wide receivers. So they're quick, they're fast, they got a little shiftiness to them. So that's the same thing I get out of Dan Arnold. Not only does he have hands, he got a little, he got a little burst. You can see right here in this in this highlight against the Rams. And he got a little he got a little quickness to him. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited to have him in in the blue and black. And another W for Scott. Another addressing the issues that we know we needed. And you know it's just only gonna be up from here, I think. So what? Scott. They didn't find out his last name because I don't like just calling him Scott, but I know it's something with an F, but I just cannot remember how to say it. But yeah, so shout out to shout out to Scott making another W W pickup again. Gonna go keep going on with the train. It's probably another A minus. Nah, no, it's definitely definitely B plus. I wouldn't give it an A minus, but definitely a B plus pickup. Something addressing what we need desperately because we haven't had a consistent tight end in years so addressing that issue picking up somebody like dan arnold is uh it's a it's a big that's a big time pickup and i'm i'm loving every second of it honestly i love every second of that pickup and hopefully he performs get that production if we can ask maybe like 500, 600 yards, I think that's a W, honestly. If we can get a 500, 600, because you're going to have guys like DJ and, and Robbie probably, you know, I can see him going for another back-to-back a 1,000-yard year, especially DJ and especially Robbie. You know, Robbie having that connection with Sam Darnold. Again, we'll talk about him later. But having that connection, you definitely can see another 1,000 1, uh, 1, yards for DJ and, and Robbie. I wouldn't be surprised to see it. So, hopefully you know dan arnold 400 500 yards a few touchdowns you know i could see a a multiple red zone touchdowns for him so i'm excited man let's go ahead and finish up these last these last few highlights and we're gonna move on to the to the next offseason pickup i mean i've been excited if you guys can't tell i've been excited with every pickup that we've gotten so far every offseason pickup You know, Not even just the ones that we've gone over so far I'm talking about every single one Even the one, even the AJ Boye pickup And I'll talk more about him When I get there Um, I understand he's not the same AJ Boye That he was, you know, four or five years ago But It's still nice to to know that these guys are are, they're, They're listening They're listening, they hear us They know that we need another we need some uh cornerback help from my boy dj moore or not dj moore but uh dante uh dante jackson so we're going out there and we're and we're making these plays man we're making these plays and i can't be can't be happier so going into our next guy we have david moore that that more and (laughs) more i don't know how they're gonna do jerseys this year i was actually talking to one of my friends they might have to do college, and how they have uh, whenever there's two guys with the same last name on a on the team. They might have to have DJ Moore with the D and J, and then David with the with the D A. DA. Because I mean, I understand like if you're a Panthers fan, you'll you'll know. But for for casual people that don't that don't watch the Panthers, you might see eighty three and you see Moore It's like the DJ. The DJ changes his number. I mean, I don't even he might even be 12 anymore. I'm kind of upset cuz I have this is way off topic, but I have a I have a, a DJ Moore jersey and they're obviously talking about changing numbers this year, which I'm I'm happy to see. I'll go ahead and give my thoughts on this real quick. Um but I love that. I've wanted the NFL to do that for years. Like just having a number 2 or wearing a number 8 as a receiver, that's dope to me. Like I wish they had like linemen could wear, you know, those kind of single-digit numbers too but having having like Jeremy Chin wearing two as a safety that's that's dope I don't understand why it took him so long to get here and I'm glad that hopefully you know that that finally that get that change is that change comes because seeing you know NFL players with number two at, at receiver or like number seven at linebacker or just something crazy like I like that number five at middle linebacker that's a hard number like so, but, I have DJ Moore's jersey, and if he gets it change, I wonder, I want to know, like, I'm not going to trip, obviously, but I wonder if they're going to be able to, like, exchange it for, like, the new number jerseys, um, if he does change his number, because how he's talking on Twitter, he sounds like he wants to do it, and I hope he does, I hope that that rule gets passed, um, it seems like everywhere I've, I've looked, it's saying, it sounds like it's going to get passed, so I hope it does, but... Hey, man, um, I'm just trying to get the, can I get the official jump uh, number? You know, I saying it's an official NFL Jersey, but like he changes the number. I got to I got to get some type of exchange. Right. But that's besides the point. I'm kind of, kind of rambling on right there. Let's talk about, let's talk about David Moore, David Moore. Again, we needed somebody to replace Curtis. And I think a great replacement for, for Curtis, uh, Shout out to Curtis Samuel. I hope he does his thing as well in Washington. I'm going to be rooting for him. I don't know if we play Washington this year, but um going to be room for credits over there in Washington. He got the bag and hey man, he deserved it. Last year he had a great year and I'm I'm happy for him that he got the bag. But talk about David here, 16 games played, 6 starts, had 35 receptions, 417 receiving yards, 6 touchdowns, 74 74.5 catch uh, percentage. Contract details, 2 years, 4.75 bill. Again, essentially just getting him for a Gatorade and some mozzarella sticks. Like it was it was essentially like we didn't we didn't get him for anything. So I'm another W out of Scott. I mean, I can't there has not been a single L I've seen so far with these free agency pickups. I mean, honestly Honestly, what if you guys have seen an L, you guys let me know I'm gonna fix this a little bit. But if you guys think there's any of these pickups or an L or if you think that there could have been better pickups. Obviously obviously there's better free agents, but with the cap space that we had, I think that's these are just amazing pickups. And I've watched I I knew exactly I was excited when I saw the David Moore pickup because obviously Seattle is a is a rival. Even if they're not, you know, it's one of those rivals that, you know, they don't say it's a rival, but Seattle's a rival, you know. So with David Moore, a guy that's gonna has great hands. Which it was seventy-four percent catch radius. Essentially, seven, seven and a half times out of ten, he's gonna catch the ball. So, I mean, just look at these kind of plays. Obviously, if you're on audio platforms, you can't see. But this guy, he has hands and it's an amazing pickup for Curtis Samuel. I mean, look at that. Stop and go. Russell Wilson with a beautiful throw on the sideline. Just great catch by David Moore. And honestly, I mean this guy is just an amazing pickup I love everything about this pickup you know he's gonna be a great he's gonna do good good things honestly in in, um, in Seattle he might not have the the Curtis Samuel year because I don't think you could put him in the backfield but he's gonna be the production him in the slot is gonna be crazy um having somebody a third option like like David Moore is is, is, is incredible so I'm excited for it I'm excited to, to watch him in Carolina he's uh he's killed us a, a few times so i'm glad he's gonna be on the on the right side this time he's gonna be on the on the better team you know instead of that wearing that you know that, that blue and blue and green who really wants to wear that no nah, i'm just playing but i mean i'm excited man i'm ex- i'm excited to have that that combination that 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 david moore and that, and that dj moore connection you got that robbie anderson i mean our, our and i i said it last year man our our, like, receiving group, it's a very underrated, underrated receiving group. We don't have any big-time names. Like, you look at receivers like, you know, you have the Julio Jones and the and the Devontae Adams and the DeAndre Hopkins in the world. And then you look at the Panthers, and you're like, okay, DJ Moore's cool. Um, Robbie Anderson's cool. And you look at David Moore, he's cool, I guess. But... If you really think about it and look at our stats, I mean, we have a very underrated receiving core. I mean, look at that catch right there; that is just beautiful. But our, under our receiving core, even last year, is so underrated. We just we have guys that just make plays, man. Especially DJ, man. DJ has improved so much since his since his rookie year. I mean, the guy the guy had a huge fumbling problem, couldn't catch the ball. I'm like, man, this man DJ, he is not showing out. And then year after year, the guy just gets better, man. And I love it. And then the signing of Robbie Anderson. And now we had the signing of DJ Moore. I mean, our receiving core just keeps getting better and better. Now, I know uh, DJ and and, and, um, Robbie are coming into contract years. Hopefully, we can find a way. Because I would love to see them both of them in in a Panthers uniform for a long time. Robbie Anderson is not old obviously dj moore is not old so if we could just have them as a as a core two for a long time i would love to have that so hopefully we can keep all these guys that we're signing you know with with uh, dj and and robbie and even david moore david moore is a great slot receiver i think he's gonna give great production out out of what uh he's gonna definitely pick up where curtis samuel left off for sure um, I don't see any drop off. obviously we don't have another running back that we could put back there but I don't think we need to we have we can get a healthy Christian McCaffrey. Um, I know we we probably signed some other I think we signed another running back I don't I don't remember but we have Christian McCaffrey I'm upset that we left Mike Davis go. Um, this is I know this is a DJ Moore so I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish talking about him before I get into that but I guess I'll give that my thoughts on that at the end. I don't know about all the all the people that we let go. But honestly, I mean, I mean I'm excited, man. I'm I'm ready for football season. I'm so I'm so excited to see all these three these three guys work together and see what they do on the field. It's it's going to be whew. our offense and our defense is looking scary, man. Um like I said, I don't know if we're going to be making a deep playoff run, but hey, if I I'm projecting like a good 6 or 7 wins. If we can do something like that, honestly, I'm I'm perfectly fine with that because we're still playing in the division even though Drew Brees retires. Everybody from Tampa Bay came back, and honestly, how it looked last year, that might be another two L's. So, but to have somebody like D- David Moore fill in for that Curtis Samuel spot, I mean, like I said, Scott, yeah, this, this man Scott has not missed. Hey, he's like he's like drinking that in that scary hours uh, out our EP. He just he, he went three for three. And it's not three for three. It's it's a hey, he's not missed on a single free agency pickup, and I hope with this going into the draft he can keep that streak going. Cause I mean the guy has not the guy has not missed on a pickup yet. So shout out to David Moore. Welcome to Carolina. You, you you're gonna have a great year here. I can already have I have a feeling you're gonna have some great plays, some great great moments, great highlights and i'm excited man i'm excited to see you in carolina man i'm excited to see you in the in the black and gold or the i said the black and gold what am i talking about the black and blue so whew, it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting man um it's gonna be an exciting year um we'll let the rest of these highlights finish out for the little the visuals and like i said i'm gonna go ahead and give you guys a reminder if you, if you forgot like I said, the visuals are gonna be. You know, I got the face cam going. I'm gonna show on the screen. Like I said, it's on. It's on YouTube. So if you want to check it out, Panthermonium Podcast. It'll be in the description of whatever audio platform you're listening on, um, or you can just go on YouTube, Panthermonium Podcast. The visuals will be there, so you get to see these highlights and see what I'm talking about, see what I'm looking at, and then you get to see the uh, the Panther centers, uh, their stats, and you know they have the contract details and see their graphics that they put out. So, yeah, make sure you guys, make sure you guys, you know, if you listen, you can even listen on the, on the, even if you're only listening on the audio platforms, man. Um, still, even just whenever you get a chance, just go ahead, subscribe, check out the Panthermonium podcast. I think you enjoy the, the visuals. I got some great graphics. Shout out to my boy, Foe, uh, for hooking me up for the graphics. Um, his Twitter will be down in the description of the YouTube channel. So, yeah, man, just so make sure you guys check those out. But we're gonna move on to the next to the next uh to the the next free agency pickup. And that will be Cam Irving. So I like the Cam Irving pickup. I mean, I looked you look at the stats. God only played six games last year. He only started in five games, those are six games that he played. Um, but what those with those plays or with those six games, I know it's a very small sample size. But 279 snaps, one sack allowed, and one penalty? I mean, for an offensive lineman, you really can't ask for more production, honestly. Um, like I said, it's a small sample size, and I kind of agree with um, Panther Center's uh, rating with a C. Because you don't, you don't really have that much. But I think he's a great pickup, though. Um, he gives that O-line depth that we needed, especially at left tackle, man. I was just thinking about coming on before I came on this podcast. Our left tackle situation has been horrendous ever since we lost Jordan Gross, and for Panthers fans, you, you guys know how huge Jordan Gross was. Ever since we lost Jordan, our left tackle situation has been horrible, man. It's been terrible. We we've, we've been just trying to we've been putting band aids over it. We putting band aids every year. Like, um, we had Matt Khalil, Michael uh Michael Orr, we had uh. Then we had Russell Okun, who was good when when he was healthy, and then we tried to get um, the dude from Ole Miss. I forgot his name, but he couldn't stay healthy either. I thought he was the. I thought, all right, that's our franchise left tackle. Nope, still didn't. He still didn't. Um, he didn't perform either. I think he was hurt a lot as well. So being able to get a guy like Cam Irving, and you look at these, you look at these numbers, you look at these stats. Uh, you see that, hey, he's a he's a great pickup, a guy that we we need depth, man. We need depth at that uh, at that at that left tackle position. So, and even um, Panther Center said, hey, we can even slide him at guard, um, which I wouldn't mind, especially losing a guy like Trey Turner, who was a uh, who was performing one of our one of our best one of our best guard guards or our best O lineman. So, losing a guy like him and then. Having somebody like Cam uh, Irving, who can be... Who can play all over the place. Who's versatile. So, you definitely love that out of the O-line position. So, I, I agree with uh, the Panther Center and giving him a, a C a C C-grade. But another W for Scott. Uh, another guy addressing, addressing positions that we need. Um, especially at the, at the O-line spot. So, I'm excited, man. I'm excited, you know, hopefully... He performs like he did in this small like I said, I noticed a small sample size, six games, five starts. But for that and only allowing one sack and one penalty, yeah, you, know, you, you can't you can't ask more for that. So we're gonna move on to the next to the next Olaman. And that's a that's a guard Pat Elflin. I think that's how you say his name. Elflin. Another guy who had a, another small sample size. Only played seven games last year. Um four hundred and nineteen snaps. Two sacks allowed and one penalty. Again, solid numbers. And we signed him for, for a, a pretty lengthy contract. Three years. He's the lengthiest. The the longest. I was about to say lengthiness. The longest contract that we signed out of everybody so far. He's the longest, of course. Um, but I love it. Um, I don't really know too much about Pat Elflin. Um, oh, yeah. His contract details are three years, 13 thirteen point five mil. So nothing too crazy. So but apparently according, you know, to, to Panther Center, like I said, I, I get a lot of my info from them. He said it hasn't he hasn't been a good offensive lineman. Uh but he's versatile though. So he could play he could play both guard positions and center. But apparently he's supposed to be Matt uh, Paradis' uh successor. So hopefully he can be like I said, I mean we signed him for three years. So and think this is a long term long term deal. Uh, you guys can be one second. But hopefully he can be he can be a long term deal. Sorry about that. But hopefully he can perform. And with these, but looking at these stats though, you don't he's not he's not a, a terrible pickup. Uh, I love the pickup. Uh, so they got him as a C, a C grade. I think I'm going to have the Greek because I don't know too much about him. Um, obviously, he's an O-lineman, so he doesn't get the the headlines and, you know, the, the media coverage, like, let's say, a, a wide receiver or a quarterback or somebody like that. But I think he'll be solid. He's going to be the successor for Matt, so hopefully he can perform whenever he just get better each year. he's uh, a long-term deal. Three years is not necessarily a long-term, but compared to all the other players that we signed, like majority of them are on one year contracts. Um, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. So let's go on to our, our last, our last pickup. And that's Rashawn Melvin. Um, he didn't play, he didn't play in 2020 He opted out, but his 20, his 2019 stats are, are crazy. Um, he had, what, 60... He played 13 games, 12. He started in 12. Um, he had 68 tackles, 11 pass breakups. Um, 63 percentage completion rate and 700 and um, 773 yards allowed and four touchdowns allowed. He had a 1.5 uh, missed tackle rate. We only signed him to a one-year deal. It doesn't even have the, the money. It was uh, undisclosed. So... Uh, we probably signed him for, for mad cheap. The numbers, the stats don't really, it kind of worries me, um, especially that, that 63% completion rate. That's not something you want to see, uh, especially at the cornerback spot. I mean, he's a taller corner, 6'2", 194 pounds. But I think this is just going to be somebody that uses depth. I don't see him playing a lot especially I mean he might um but especially I, I could see if we get like a PS2 or a JC Horn I could honestly see him starting over him I mean we can look at these highlights for our visual uh, watchers but he's not it's not crazy his highlights or his, his stats especially for, for last year are not the best um that, that 63 that 63 percentage uh completion rate scares me a lot um especially having especially being in a uh in a division when you have to play Mike Evans, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley uh who else is on that team? Why can I not think of the dude um can't think of anybody What Calvin Ridley, Mike Evans. Why can I not think of number 14? I'm going to I'm it's going to it's going to mess me up if I don't figure out who it is so let me go ahead and look his name up real quick because I'm about to be upset at myself let's go ahead and look this up Chris Godwin I don't know why his name was just going past my mind but yeah you're going up against a Chris Godwin and going against Chris Godwin uh, Mike Evans Julio Jones Calvin Ridley and then you have Michael Thomas and whatever Saints, you know, because another they're going all Saints are always going to have those uh, the sneaky good receivers come out. You're going to go have to go against those at least those six guys twice a year, and you're giving up 63 uh, percent completion percentage. That's not that's not something um that's not something I'm excited excited about, especially because cornerback, like I've said, has been a weak spot. Honestly, since we lost Josh Norman, I mean, it was a while. one ever since we, when we lost Chris Gamble. Chris Gamble was our Josh Norman guy. And when we lost Chris Gamble and eventually got it was the same thing. We were we were struggling at the cornerback position. And then we finally got Josh Norman. He had that amazing year. It took him a while to get there, but he had that amazing year. And we thought we had that that franchise guy. Obviously, it didn't work out like that. So we're hoping Dante can be that next guy. But we don't have, you know, that second, that second corner, that second shutdown lockdown corner because we're going to need it. You know, we have put Dante, Dante Jackson on, uh, on, on Mike Evans or Chris Godwin. Okay, let's say you put him on Chris Godwin. Who's going to guard Mike Evans? You know, is it going to be Rashawn Melvin? I don't know. I don't know if I want Rashawn Melvin to be guarding that. So. And the same thing with the with the Falcons. Calvin Ridley is just getting better every year. So, um, I, love, I love Calvin Ridley. So, Calvin Ridley is going to get better every year. So, if we have somebody locking up Julio, who's going to guard him? He had a, Calvin Ridley had an amazing year last year. So, it's going to be tough. But I think this is just a guy that we're getting for depth. So, I don't think he's going to be like, I don't think we signed him to be at that lockdown corner. I think we just sign him for depth, somebody that, you know, we're gonna fill up we need some roster spots at that at that Q B position. But I can definitely we're definitely in the draft. I could definitely see us either going with the first pick at cornerback or definitely second at the latest. I definitely think cornerback is a main issue we're trying to address. And it's hard, man. It's hard to get a it's hard to get a lockdown corner, man. Every year I feel like we're always drafting the corner and they and they never show up. Hopefully Troy Pryor can improve. Um I know he's been talking about how he's been trying to improve for year two. Hopefully he can improve and he can be that that's that second corner that we need. Um You look at you look at some of the Denver days when they had uh when they had I think was was AJ Boye back there in in the Denver days? It was AJ Boye and then we had um I'm just I'm blanking on names today but the dude the other corner of the that played for Denver when um, or you even go as, as far as uh, as the Jacksonville Jaguars when they had AJ Boye and uh and Jalen Ramsey and you just saw how how dominant it is to have two lockup corners and then having the front seven that Jacksonville ta- that Jacksonville had I mean that's a that's a huge W that's a huge plus for any team so, hopefully, you know, we, we still go corner in the draft. But the Rashawn Melvin pick, it's cool, I guess. Uh, Panther Center has him as a C. I honestly would have him lower than that, maybe like a C minus. I don't think this is an L on Scott because he's just trying to get depth, fill up that position. So, um, but I'd probably go C minus, honestly, because those stats don't. On science aren't like crazy to me But I digress And I move on to the second to last Pick before we get into the I know that the free agency pick up that That all of you guys want me to talk about And I have a lot to say about them. But I have to give my credit My respects and talk about AJ Boye So Kind of let his highlights play through I don't have the exact Contract details for AJ Boye um, okay so we, we we signed him to a two year deal um, I don't know exactly how much I don't know exactly what his stats were let's go ahead and look that up real quick um, let's go ahead and look up his 2020 stats see if they have any so played seven games so I think he might have been like suspended or hurt oh well he had six pass defended so didn't have any interceptions or anything like that he played only seven games last year had 23 combined tackles 21 solo and two assists of course um so his 20 2020 year wasn't crazy but i think he'll be i think he'll be a, a um a better pickup than Rashawn was, honestly. So, I, off the jump, i probably give this like a C or a C, C+, plus around there uh, for the pickups. But let's, let's look at some of his highlights and kind of talk about A.J. Boye. But another W for Scott. I know he's going to be suspended for the first two games of the season, so we won't have him for the first two games. But another guy fin- filling up that cornerback depth, a guy that we needed at that cornerback position. Um, he's going to be, he's going to be great. He has a great pickup. I love AJ Boyer. I uh, was just talking about him. Him in Jacksonville was whew, those, those two were, those two are locked down corners. So hopefully I'm not expecting him to be the same guy. He was in Jacksonville. That was obviously years ago, but if I can get at least by 80%, 75, 80% of that production, him going along with Dante Jackson, I think that's going to be an excellent combination. So I love AJ Boye, a ball hawk, a guy that's gonna tackle, guys that's gonna go for picks. It might mess you up a few times, you know, because he is, like I say, he's a ball hog, But hey, I love it, man. I love, I love everything about the AJ uh, Boye pickup. Another W for for Scott. But again, filling that, filling that role that we need. We need some cornerbacks. We need help at that position. We've needed help at that position since we lost Josh Norman. So ag- again, addressing that situation, ag- addressing that that uh position that we need help at and hopefully he can come in and do great things i still think we're gonna probably go cornerback in the draft because we need these guys are obviously they're older aj boy is an older he's been in the league since 2012 so he's a he's an older cornerback and cornerbacks you know the older you get you get slower you can't have you can't have any slow cornerbacks out there especially having the guard you know, Julio's and the, and the Calvin Ridley's and the Chris Godwin's of the world. You can't have, you can't have no slow guys back there, but it was kind of surprising, but I love, I love the AJ Boyle pick a pickup, uh, mean, we can, hopefully he can do great things. Shout out to the Panther social media team. Um, the guys, honestly, the best social media team in, in the NFL. I don't care what anybody says. Well, I mean, we're always just on top of it with everything. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. We, our team's amazing, but, um but yeah man, there's not really not really much else much else I can say about the pickup other than I'm I'm excited to I'm excited to watch him at Carolina, man. I really am. I'm really I'm really expecting him looking at these highlights. I know they're career highlights, but the guy's a beast, man. The guy's a beast. And I'm I'm excited to see him in the in the in the black and black and blue, man. I really am. So pretty much it for the highlights on there i mean i still have four minutes left but not too much i I could really talk about talk about the aj boy pickup um i'm kind of really trying i kind of really want to talk about this uh the sam Darnold pick because i've seen a lot of craziness the last few days about uh about the the sam Darnold pickup so let me get while this is going on in the in the background I'm, uh, i'm gonna let our our visual our visual uh watchers look at look at his some of his highlights and kind of you kind of could just reminisce on some of the craziness he used to do in the past i'm gonna try to to find something here um give me just give me one second guys I'm trying to find this picture I gotta pull up something that i, I downloaded last night just just talking about oh Sam Darnold, Sammy D. That's my nickname for him. So if you guys hear me call him Sammy D, that's that's Sam Darnold. So don't don't just don't be surprised on like or wonder who the heck is Sammy D? Who is he talking about? I call I like giving the, the players nicknames. So uh so if you ever hear me call him Sammy D, that, that's that's who I'm talking about. So yeah, man. A.J. Boye, great pickup. I'm excited to see him play. You know, he's a ball hawk. Him and Dante Jackson, that's going to be a, a scary, a scary duo. And hey, and if we can get another cornerback, I'm, not, I'm just saying PS2. I'm an Alabama fan, so I might be a little biased, but a hey, PS2 would be nice. J.C. Horn would be nice. So I wouldn't be mad at any of those pickups. I'm just saying, Carolina. I'm just saying, Scott. You know, you got about 20 days. Just think about it. Just saying uh, PS2 might be there at that eighth spot. That's all I'm gonna say. But shout out to AJ Boye. Um excited we picked him up. And I'm looking forward to see him perform this year, man. But let's go ahead and get right into it with the Sam Darnold pickup. So I'm gonna try to find the full details of this trade. Before I uh, let me see, let me see if I can find the full details. So we signed in, or we got we traded Sam Darnold for a sixth round pick, a second round pick of 2022, and a fourth round pick for 2022. Now a lot of people said, and let me go ahead and pull up his his highlights while I talk about this. A lot of people said that's too much. That's too much for Sam Darnold. He played. He's not, a, he's not a good QB. We should have gone. Should have gone QB in the draft. Uh, I hate this Darnold pickup. Okay. First of all, I can't. If you hate this pickup and how much we gave up for him, I feel like you're a casual. And let me tell you why. Let me get some water first. I Had to get some water in my system before I go ham here. Sam Darnold. Let me. I have a picture. Let's let's pull. Up, let's pause these highlights. Let me. I'm gonna pull up a picture. Sam Darnold. This this is the only offense offenses that Sam Darnold has played under. He played under Jeremy Bates. I don't know who that is. Does anybody know who Jeremy Bates is? Because I don't. It's Adam Gase and Doel Logan's. I don't know who who the heck I don't know who any of these guys are. You wanna know who his top two receivers? Let's start from 2018 when he had Robbie. He had Robbie Anderson and a tight end. Okay? that that was his top two receivers. Let's go to next year. We had Crowder, Jamison Crowder, and a running back. And I think that running back might have been Frank Gore. So a guy that's been his like sixty thousand years old. And in his twenty twenty best receivers were Jamison Crowder and Braxton Burrow's. These are these are the guys that Sam Sam Donald's was throwing to. Okay, let's talk about his offensive injury rate ranking. In twenty eighteen it was a tenth worst. In twenty nineteen it was the second worst. And in twenty twenty. It was the 11th worst. Okay? Th- th- that was Sam Darnold's offense. So, and I understand what everybody's saying. Oh, this this quarterback draft, you know, it's crazy. You know, we, we definitely, oh, man, we could have got Justin Fields. We could have got Trey Lance. You know, we're not going to get another QB draft like this. I understand that. But there was no guarantee that we were going to be able to get one of those top four quarterbacks. I'm sorry. There was no guarantee. Nobody knows what the Falcons were going to do. Nobody knows what the Lions were going to do. So maybe, and I'm not saying I'm not throwing it out there that even okay, let's say that Justin Fields is somehow still at um, still at the eighth pick. I wouldn't be mad even if we went there because, like people have said, this this is is, is a great quarterback draft. I mean, I can't remember the last time we've had a QB draft like this. So, I wouldn't hate the Justin Fields pickup, but let's stop slandering uh, Sam Darnold. The guy played on a team that with wide receivers who gave up on routes, a quarterback or a coach that just didn't care, that didn't want to be there, and a team that just essentially gave up on him. He's playing for a injury-prone O-line. He had no O-line. He had no receivers. The man is going from his best receivers to... Back Braxton, Braxton Burrows and Jameson Crowder, to DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. So we need to stop this this Sam Darnold slander. And okay, let's say let's say I'm wrong. Let's say the Sam Darnold pickup is terrible. Like he just doesn't work out. He's just as trash as he was in in New York, which I highly I highly doubt. I highly doubt that's the situation. But let's say it, it isn't. Okay, so we gave him a second and a fourth rounder for him. Okay, the second rounder, you could say that might have been a little expensive. But is it though? Who like who is a second rounder really that crazy? Cause I don't I don't think it is. Yes, okay. You can think about a second round last year. Yes, we got gross matos. That's I mean, that's great. But I, I'm not I'm not mad. I'm not mad. It's not like we gave up two firsts. We still keep all pretty much essentially all our draft assets for this year okay we give up a few for next year but i don't hate the sam Darnold pickup he's a great he's a great qb that's gonna make plays that's gonna get the ball where it needs to be i mean let's look at these stats when he had robbie anderson when he had robbie anderson on our team let's look at these stats because it's it's kind of ridiculous that people let me see if i can find out. i don't know if i can find that uh, it might have been on panthers insider let me let me see if I can find the Robbie Anderson stats. Yeah. So in 2018-2019 when Robbie Anderson was on the Jets, they had 88 uh completions, 88.5 completion percentage, 1341 yards, 11 touchdowns, 20 in 21 completions of 20 or plus yards. Like what are we what are we talking what are we what are we mad about? What are we frustrated about? This is the kind of production we're gonna get. And this was under, who was this under? Who was what was this? Because that was 2018, 2019. That was under Jeremy Bates or or Adam Gase. That was under that. Now now we have now we have uh Joe Brady. A guy that turned LSU to, to look like a, a NFL team, how how crazy their offense was. And look at last year. We had four people. Four people with over a thousand all-purpose yards. Four people in the first year of joe brady's offense now we give him a solid quarterback he can work with for two years because we, we we took his fifth year option we get a solid quarterback for two years you know who has a fresh start who who's on to prove it you know he's on he's on demon time you know he wants to show the world that i mean look at the visual just look at that throw this is the same throw that that has scouts oozing over Zach Wilson and don't get me wrong I love Zach Wilson I think he's going to be an excellent quarterback in the NFL but Sam Darnold is not a terrible pickup I'm sorry he's just not and for people that that think like the the people that I, the, the amount of slander that I saw in the timeline was making me I had a headache I literally saw people say okay we just signed the white Teddy Bridgewater are you serious right now are you kidding me we signed the white Teddy Bridgewater What? What are we talking about right now? No. I did not like the Teddy Bridgewater pickup since the first day that we said we were going to sign him. I did not like it at all. I hated it. I was more excited about PJ Walker than Teddy Bridgewater. Like, that's, I'm being so serious. So, I don't understand what this slander is of Sam Darnold because he played for the second worst team in the NFL. Second worst team in the NFL and people are upset about it. That just blows my mind. I just don't I just don't understand that. I mean you can see you see every everybody that, that talks about football on a daily basis, they say they love the Sam darnold pickup. Because not only did we get it for cheap, I mean look at the moves. I mean, this guy is ridiculous. Oh my goodness. This 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 is the kind of, this was last year. This was it two years ago. I'm not looking at old highlights. I'm looking at 2020 NFL full season highlights of Sam Darnold right now. The guy just makes plays. And what was the biggest problem with Teddy Bridgewater last year? That he didn't make plays. I mean, the guy he was it was a lot of situations last year where you wish Teddy would have just made plays, you know, and but he didn't do them. He would throw in a triple coverage. He would he would make dumb decisions and i don't see i don't see sam darnold doing that when did you see teddy bridgewater roll out of the pocket and throw a dime teddy bridgewater was not doing that he was a pocket passer what are we talking about it's just it's just aggravating to me because i i see because i was i'm not gonna lie i was like everybody else but shout out to panthers insider and he would he uh he put he put a post and he was like there might be a possibility that we might get a Gardner Minshew or a Sam Darnold this year. Gardner Minshew, I was like, heck no, I'm not <laughs> I'm not going with Gardner Minshew. But Sam Darnold is interesting. I was like, you know, when we fir- when they first drafted Sam, I was like, mm, i not really feeling, I don't really see the hype here. He goes to the Jets. He does well with uh, that first year with Robbie Anderson. Um, never really kept up because it's Jets games. Who, who goes out the way to watch Jets games, right? But... He starts talking about that. And I was like, you know what? Let me do. Let me look at some some fam some Sam Darnold highlights. And man, he just. Ever since then, I was I wasn't I I was in love. I was like, hey, this guy's actually solid. He's a solid quarterback. And knowing that the Jets are are gonna go Zach Wilson this year, or oh, essentially gonna go Zach Zach Wilson in the draft. I'm like, we might have a chance to pick this guy up, and sure as heck we did. So. I just think we need to, especially Panthers fans, I don't really care about other teams and other, other fans of other teams, but the amount of slanders I saw from Panthers fans, and I understand, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't be mad if we went, if we if Justin Fields was available at 8. I mean, we only signed Sam Darnold to a two-year deal. So, if having, A, hey, I wouldn't be mad, because I saw, um, I was watching ESPN another day, and it was it was still talking about that hey that Justin Fields might still be a pickup for us, and our and Scott has said we're still thinking about going QB. QB is not is not out of the options now. I know he's been talking he's been talking more corner, so I wouldn't be surprised if he went corner. But if a guy like Justin Fields is at that eight spot, you gotta think like we got to pull the trigger on that because when is the next time we're going to be, have the opportunity to get a guy like Justin Fields and you never, you might not be able to. So you never know in the next few years. I know like DJ, uh, I don't know how to say his last name, the guy from Clemson. I know in the next few years, he's going to be coming out and I know people are oozing over him. And then Bryce young. I mean, everybody loved him in high school. So those are two quarterbacks that stick out to me but I mean the amount of depth that at the QB position there is this year and it might be a while before before it happens like this again so I don't know I'm I'm excited for Sam Darnold I was happy when I saw that trade I I was jumping for joy because I I love the Sam Darnold pickup. me and my friend we were talking about it the other day um or not the other day but a, a while back and we was talking about like how he might be a possibility and I told him hey I do not hate that pickup. I do not hate the Sam Darnold. If we can't get Sean, and there's no guarantee we're gonna be able to get one of the top top three or top four quarterbacks, then why not? Why not go for Sam Darnold for cheap? We're not giving up that much. You could say the second round might be a little bit of a a little bit pushing or a little bit too valuable for Sam Darnold, but no. I think this is perfect. I don't I think this is a W for each size. It gives Sam Darnold uh, a chance to prove himself and even if it doesn't work out, it's still you still get a chance to a hey, be like, Hey, we didn't give up that much. It didn't work out how like we thought we was or thought it was going to. And but that's okay. So we can, we can just move on, move on to the next one. And if we get a job like Justin Fields, we have that backup plan. So that's pretty much it. It's my thoughts on Sam Darnold, man. I'm just sick and tired of seeing the Sam Darnold slander on the timeline. I'm loving Sam Darnold. I mean, look at our, essentially our our potential starting five. I mean, uh, our potential starting five. I'm going to let the highlights still play while, while I give you this. But this is our potential starting five right now. Compared to what he had last year, this is this is our, our, our starting five. Yeah, if Sam Darnold, QB. Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, David Moore, Dan Arnold. You got Cam Irving at the left tackle, Pat, Pat, uh, Elfland at the left guard, Matt Paradis at center, John Miller at, um, at right guard, Taylor Morton, who was excellent last year. I'm so glad we, we, uh, got a chance to franchise tag him. But, um, and then our defense, our defense is scary. Got Brian Burns, who's just been getting better every, every year. Derrick Brown, Morgan Fox, Hassan Reddick, Shaq um, Thompson at the OLB, Denzel Perriman, Jermaine Carter, who's another underrated court, uh, underrated linebacker. And we have Dante Jackson at corner. Troy Prod, hopefully he can have a bounce back year at the, at the cornerback too. Um, and then we have Justin Burris at free safety, who I, I think is a solid free safety. And Jeremy Chin, you saw what he did last year. Should have been rookie or defensive rookie of the year, but that's besides the point. You don't, you're not Chase Young. So everybody was oozing over Chase Young. It is what it is. I'm not going to get started on that. But you compare that the, the guy Sam Darnold is throwing to David Moore, Robbie Anderson, and and, and uh, DJ Moore. Comparing that to throwing to Jamison Crowder and 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 Braxton, was it Baxon Barrios, whatever his name was. Like, I mean, it's just ridiculous. But I think real football fans knew this was a good pickup for Carolina. So, I'm excited for the season, man. I really am. I'm excited. And um, I think we're going to have big things coming in Carolina next year. And I think we're going to shock a lot of people, man. We're going to shock. We're going to shock the world, man. I think Sam Darnold is going to be a huge part of that. I really do. Um, So... We're about to go ahead i guess get started with this mock draft man We're gonna get started with this mock draft uh he, he has 19 minutes of, of highlights we're gonna go watch all of that but uh shout out to like i said shout out to everybody that let me use their uh all the guys that made these highlight videos and shout out to all the panthers fan pages for for get, keeping me updated you know giving the giving the contract details and everything but so like i said before we get to the mock drive man check out these panthers fan pages man if you excuse me if you're uh if you're and you're looking for panthers information man, you want to keep uh be updated every day check out these guys man panthers insider panthers access and Panthers center like i said panther center spelled c-e-n-t-r-e so make sure you you the uh, make sure you check, uh, check them all out man and more today if you guys are huge DJ Moore more fans make sure you check out more today um, and it's spelled like it's not spelled M-O-R-E more it's spelled M-O-O-R-E more like like his last name so let's get into this mock draft man let's, let's get into this mock draft um, I might probably when it gets to the later rounds I might start looking up a lot of these players because I'm not going to know I know what we need uh, position wise but I don't I'm probably not gonna know a lot of these later players when it comes to the draft but we're gonna do we're gonna do all seven rounds we're gonna do the normal draft speed um like I said the visual for this is on YouTube I'm on draft, the draft networkcom using their draft mod um, draft machine but I will for the audio listeners I will give you know my thought process and talk about who I picked up why I think we should pick them up and kind of go from there. So, I might pause the draft whenever I get there. So, in this mock draft, in this mock draft, they have Mac Jones going number two. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I was not I love Matt. I love Mackie, uh I love Matt Jones. That's that's Matt Daddy Jones, man. I love Matt Jones. But the fact that they got him going to the Jets instead of Zach Wilson is just wild to me. But so here's kind of the predicament. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the scenario for the all the the visual or the audio listeners. Visuals you kind of see what I'm I'm dealt with right now. So a lot of people are saying that we should go Rashawn Slater Which I I don't hate I like that pickup Or go Patrick Sertain Or go uh, Hey man I know we signed Sam But When you have Justin Fields right there man I watched that Ohio State's games man That's a guy that's going to be on your team For 10 to 15 years And maybe can Sam Darnold be that guy Maybe the guy's only twenty three, but having having somebody like Sam or having somebody like Justin Fields right there at that eighth pick, at that eighth pick. I mean, this is tough, man. This is so tough. I could not be a GM. I promise you. Just off of this pick alone, but I, oh man, I love man. I love Justin Fields, man, and and having him right there would be nice. But I think. The smart decisions to go Oman in here. I think I think that's the smart. I think we go QB later in the draft. Even though I would love to go Justin Fields, I think the smart decision is to go is to go tackle. So I'm gonna get Rashawn Slater for the eighth pick. That's how I'm kind of that's my thought process there, and I'm gonna go Rashawn Slater. Mm. So they've got Justin Fields going to the Patriots. Man, that's scary, man. If he goes if he makes it down all the way there, that's that's a scary that's a scary siding right there. So we're gonna wait till we get um our next pickup. I think this I think next we gotta definitely go definitely go corner. Um, so I'm gonna go definitely gonna go definitely go corner here. Uh, let's see what we're working with with corner. We have Asante Samuel junior Who isn't terrible. Um, we have Kelvin Joseph. I saw some people saying get um Afeté or whatever that man name is Miller. is the, is a cornerback from Syracuse. I'm not even gonna try to say his name. I'll tell you who I'm not getting. And that's this guy right here for the visual learners. I saw him that that dude is terrible. Sean Wade, I'm sorry, but he is just not it. Sean Wade is not is not the wave. I'm not going to lie to you guys. But I think I mean, what do we have what do we have at linebacker here? Um I I'm going to take my time with this. So Dylan Moses, man. I think he would be a solid. I think he would be a solid linebacker for us. And like that might be my bias, um, but I'm gonna look at these top. I'm gonna look at these top three corners. I'm gonna look at some Kelvin jo- Joseph highlights. I'm looking at some. Actually, let me look at some Kelvin Joseph stats. We'll we'll keep it over the visual. I'll keep it on the uh, on the on the mock draft. But let's look at some some Kelvin Joseph highlights and if you guys hear typing in the background i'm kind of sorry about that it's my keyboard i hope it's not too loud but yeah i'm gonna I'm look at some some kelvin joseph highlights so last year 25 total tackles 14 solo four interceptions so let mean how many games do you play play all games so not not terrible stats, 14, 14 tackles, four picks, um nothing nothing terrible. I know Sauce Samuel Junior. I heard was was solid for for FSU. Um, let's look at his let's look at his stats, kind of see what he's talking about. How much a six point two four. I mean, let's see. Twenty-two tackles, one force fumble, three interceptions, and six pass deflections. Hmm. Mm. I knew Kentucky had a solid defense last year. You know, watching a lot of SEC games, I knew Kentucky defense was solid. Do I go with the best? I, I might have to go with the best option in corner here. Um, I don't know if I look at highlights, it's going to make them look amazing. But we definitely need a corner for sure. And I feel like the best option might be Kelvin Joseph. And I, that's just not because. I know we need a corner, and this is what I'm talking about. I don't know too much about them, other than like the top picks. But I, don't, I think a lot of, I mean, unless you're like a hardcore, you know, college fan, you know, it's hard to know all these players that are going to be coming out into the draft. But I think we got to go Kelvin here. I think you got to go with the best available corner. So I'm gonna go Kelvin Joseph. I'm gonna go ahead and pick him up. I know Kentucky's defense; they caused a lot of turnovers last year, so I think going Kelvin is the uh, the best option. I think next we gotta we gotta be thinking. We got the let's do a linebacker. We still have Dylan Moses there. Honestly, I know we need a tight end for sure. A tight end for Notre Dame. We also have Dylan Moses there. That linebacker spot. Do I waste a third rounder? I mean, Dylan Moses is a solid tight end. I mean, linebacker. Oh, let me look at some. I'm gonna look up some Tommy Tommy Trimble highlights. Again, sorry if you guys hear the typing. It's my keyboard. The sound of it. I'm gonna look up look up some Tommy Trimble to see how what was his stats. So I'm go ahead, and tell you guys his stats for you. So his career stats and other names they don't really jump off at you. I think that's why he's he's lasted all the way down here. 35 receptions, 401 yards, only four touchdowns, and that's career stats. So and. I don't know. I don't want to draft him yet. I don't know what year he is. Uh, Let's see. What was he? So he might have been a junior, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so he was a junior. So he was a junior. Didn't have the craziest stats in the world. What was that? 35 catches. 400 yards That kind of scares me there And for him to be Apparently to To TDMs Or TDMs TN Sorry guys TDN Per uh, Predictive board He's a 69 He was a 69 ranked Tight end And for him to last All the way I mean I don't know I don't know If I don't know if we go tight in here. I'm kind of feeling linebacker. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've been wanting a linebacker honestly since Luke retired so and I think going somebody I don't know if I'm wasting a tight if I'm going if I'm going tight in here. we have Dan Arnold for two years and I think he'll be a productive tight end for at least one year maybe next year we get a we get another tight end but i think dan arnold will be a solid tight end for the next for the next year at least i mean we just need him for a year i don't know who comes out next year who would be a solid tight end but if we can get a guy like dylan moses and i'm not just saying that because i'm an alabama fan i genuinely think he's a solid uh a solid linebacker i think he would have came out last year if he didn't tear his acl but I'm gonna look at this Cameron Cameron McGrone guy and kinda see and kinda see what what he brings to the table. Uh, this man gassed him up to a potential first round pick. So we're gonna check out his highlights, see if anything uh stands out in me. He's like, Ooh, well he he hits for sure. I'll tell you that. He definitely hits. I will. Uh, I will give you the hit factor for sure. Off the, <laughs> that's the first thing that stand out to me. That he will, he will hit you, which is all always a solid thing. But I know, I know we need somebody. We need, we need that coverage linebacker, man. We need somebody that can, that can cover. And I don't know. I don't even know if Dylan Moses is that guy. To keep it honest with you, he can, he can tackle. He can feel a tackle for sure. That's what we need man. We need somebody that can, uh, that can, that can tackle. That can tackle an open space, but also can play coverage. I don't know if this guy's our guy though. He can hit you though, but I'm seeing a lot of, I'm not seeing a lot of coverage, and I don't know if that's because it's not misjudgments. But I'm seeing a lot of him sitting on a blitz, and I don't, I don't think that's what we need at the linebacker. We need somebody that can cover the, that can cover. All, all down the field because that's I mean look at Luke a guy that can I can cover but I could also can hit you we don't need necessarily we don't necessarily need we have we. I think our our front seven or our front four is going to be good enough for to be able to get pressure on the quarterback and all these highlights that's all I see I don't see now that might just be on the editor that just putting that just putting him and just blitzing blitzing highlights and just big hits but I need to see some coverage man I want to see some, some coverage highlights and I mean maybe it's just everything I'm seeing is blitzing 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 so I don't know if he's necessarily the answer um do I go no, I'll go Dylan Moses here and I'm not no bias but I might go Dylan Moses. I think I think that might be the wave. A lot of people might hate that. Um, I have a problem with that. But maybe I don't know too much about Cameron or the Derrick Barnes. I, I don't really know too much about a lot of these guys unless you played for Alabama. But I know I think Dylan Moses is going to be a solid linebacker in the league, and I think he can be a solid linebacker for us, especially going playing behind a guy like. Like Denzel Perryman for at least a year or two, I think that's a great thing for somebody to learn under a veteran, a veteran linebacker that's been in the been in the lead for a little minute. I think that's and that's perfect, perfect situation. So I'm gonna go Dylan Moses here, and I think next I might go, I might go on lineman. I know you get to. Get to the fourth round, and some some of the better old linemen are off the board. So I might just kind of do a, a guess here and go with a another Alabama guy and get Deontay Brown. Alabama always has some solid line or solid solid linemen. So or. This might be around the time. Let's see, Jamie Newman, from Georgia, Sam Eller. I hate all these picks. Actually, oh my god, I don't like, <laughs> I don't like any of these quarterbacks. Ian Book, Felipe, Frank, Sam Ellinger Brady White, KJ's. I don't like. I don't like KJ. Jamie might be solid. I think Jamie didn't. I think Jamie opted out. Jamie might be a solid, solid pickup. But I don't like Sam Gellinger, and I don't like I don't think I don't think any of them are gonna be good NFL quarterbacks. But they did talk about how we can still we still might go QB. Is fourth round? I, fourth round might be the time. Get get somebody like Jamie. I like Jamie Lumen. I didn't get a chance because I think he opted out, but I think he's a solid. I watched him at uh at wake Forest and he was a solid he was a solid uh quarterback at Wake Forest. I think that's somebody that can that can chill for a few years. Maybe uh behind a Sam Darnold. I say behind a Sam Darnold like Sam Darnold's been in the league for ten years. But maybe just, you know, sitting behind and just kind of learning everything about the NFL. And maybe hey Sam might be able to teach him he, Sam's been in the league for a few minutes. So a few minutes for a few years. So maybe he can I wouldn't be upset at a Jamie Newman pickup. I think I might go Jamie Newman here. and that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go ahead take the quarterback. It's not it's not Justin Fields, but I think and I know you a lot of the guys are probably gonna be mad that I had Justin Fields at the eighth spot there. But I just have to like as much as much as I wanted to go QB and get Justin Fields. I love Justin Fields and I think he's going to be a great NFL quarterback, not a, not a a good one. I think he's gonna be a great one. I just don't know when you need something like when something like tackle has been a a weak point in your offense for a very long time. I think you kind of have to go with the the smarter choice and picking up a Rashawn a Slater, a Rashonda Slater. I don't know why I said his name like that, but we get to round five here, and I'm kind of kind of torn again. Get to round five. Obviously, we don't have our sixth pick, so and the draft network is kind of saying we need a tight end, uh, interior lineman, and a safety so I'm kind of I'm kind of on the same boat with that again I love I don't know maybe I'm just have shaders on because I think Dan Arnold's gonna be solid for but I don't think let's look at some of the I'm gonna look at some of the best tight ends that's coming out next year I said 2020 I'm at 2022 so why is this for i said 2022 you gave me 2020 come on bro get right oh um, okay so walter walter football i was just on one today um let's go to twenty twenty 7 sports hopefully they're better not high school oh okay so Thank you. That's, I guess I had to be I had to specify um, Let's go with Let's see if Walter football I was gonna. Okay so Walter football Nobody wants to give me I think we'll be okay Waiting one more year Getting on a tight end I, Honestly Maybe I'm just in love with Dan Arnold That could be That could be a possibility But I think I don't. I don't have a problem with Dan Arnold for a year, and I think there's other positions that we can work on that are kind of are more in desperate need now than tight end. A tight end is still a a big valuable thing that we need, but I just think if I'm in that draft room, I'm looking at another another offensive lineman. Or like they said, even a safety. Even though I think Justin Burris is a solid safety, I don't think he's a, he's obviously not the best, but definitely a, a position that we can address. But do we address it? Uh, ooh, now Richard LeCount might be a solid. And I know I'm picking up a lot of of SEC guys. That might be my personal bias because I watched a lot of SEC this year. But I'm just thinking of guys that kind of that kind of stood out to me. So I'm either probably gonna go all interior lineman here, or I might go I might go safety on here. It's either gonna be an um, interior lineman or safety. Hmm. These are definitely going to be the last two pickups I get. If I, whatever I go with here is definitely going to be the pickup I get next. I might go safety here. I'm thinking about going safety. I think safety is a solid pickup here. I like Richard LeCount. I think he would be a great safety. So I'm going to go safety here. And for the last pickup, I'm going to go interior lineman. So, uh, for just for audio listeners um, and at the end I'll give I'll give my final my final thoughts on my picks um, I'm kind of explaining what's going on right now we just got finished with the round 5 pick they have Sam Ellinger going round 5 to the Browns I just don't I just, Sam Ellinger was just never a guy that I just so we're going to go round 6 here it's keep it's giving us a round six pick. All right, so apparently it gives us a round six pick. I'm gonna go with the best available tight or tight end, the best available offensive lineman, and get Drake Jackson from Kentucky. Obviously, I don't know too much about Drake Jackson, but I know that's a position that we need. So we'll go Drake Jackson, and I guess our last pickup will be a tight end, even though I feel like will be okay for at least a year and not having a tight end. And that can be definitely something that we can address in the next draft. But right now, we're getting towards the end of it. We have our last pick. We're in round seven. I'm just going to get the best available tight end. Looks like Sean Byers is going to be that guy. So I'm going to go ahead and pick him up. And that's been it for our Mark draft. Uh, If you guys, like I said, it'll probably be you'll probably enjoy it better if you watch it on the youtube platform like i said youtube channel is going to be a panthermonium podcast it will be in the description of all the streaming platforms that you're listening to so you guys uh feel like you should guys go ahead check out the visuals you get to see my lovely face um and you know give it a subscribe man make sure you, you check it out and hopefully you guys enjoy it man i really really do we're kind of getting to the end of this of this mock draft and I'm gonna kinda explain you know how I feel about every uh every picks that we made so far. So with the eighth pick, uh we went Rashawn Slater. I think that's a great pickup. I know Justin Fields was there, but I think the smarter pickup was going Rashawn Slater. We need to address that offensive tackle position. Next pick, I think we gotta go corner. I think corner day as much as uh Scott's talked about corners as much as I would love to have a corner, uh, I think we go Kelvin Joseph. I think he can be that guy for us. So we go Kelvin Joseph. I think he might be that that second that guy that can play on the opposite side of a uh, of Dante Jackson, and being able to sit behind a guy like AJ Boye, who's been a a, a good cornerback in this league, a guy that he can learn from and just not only just get better, sit behind him for two years, we sign AJ Boye to a two year deal. Get a chance to learn behind him for two years. It's an excellent, an excellent thing. Um, our third-round pick went Dylan Moses. I love Dylan Moses, and this is not just because he went to Alabama. I think he's a great lineman. I said lineman. A great linebacker, and I think he would be a solid a solid replacement. I think that's a guy that can play for us for a, for a good amount of time, at least eight to ten years. Get a good solid eight to ten years out of him. I love them at Alabama. I think he'll be a solid pickup for us. Excuse me. So with our fourth-round pick, Jamie Newman. Watched him a lot at Wake Forest. I didn't watch him a lot, but I knew uh, I followed some people that that played Wake Forest, and I've watched some Wake Forest highlights. So I knew how solid. I thought whenever he went to Georgia, when he before he even opted out, I thought Georgia was going to be a great team having him at the quarterback position. Uh, I think that was a solid a solid get for Georgia. Sucks that he opted out, but I think if we have a chance to get him at that at that fourth round pick, I think we, we definitely should should definitely abide on that So. With our fifth-round pick, I went Richard LeCount. Safety, another position that we need to address. I got a Justin Burris. I think he's a solid, solid safety. Not too crazy. He's not trash, but he's not great either. He's not good. He's you know a little above average safety. He's made some plays last year, so I think he's a definitely uh, not underrated, but a lot of people, he's under the radar for sure. Um, I don't know if that's saying the same thing, but Richard LeCount, I think that's a guy that can... You know, play kind of feel that safety position, especially having Jeremy Chin and him back here might be a, a deadly combination in the future. So, with our sixth pick, which obviously we don't have, so I don't know why this isn't updated to uh to not us having um, the sixth pick. But if we did have one, I'll go, I went off into lineman here, got Drake Jackson, the best O line on the board, and we need to fill that guard position. We need to start building that, that, that O line, man. You, you see teams like the Colts. You see teams like uh, like the 49ers, the guys that are teams that have solid o lines. They're gonna they're gonna perform. So I think we just got to start we got to start building that. It's another reason why I went with Sean Slater. You know, court, we need we need solid offensive linemen. So in our last pick, our seventh pick, that went Sean Byer because we need do you need a tight end. I mean, it's a seventh round pick, so he might not pan out. I think mean, I don't really know. Like I said, I don't really know too much about him. He went to Iowa though, so. Iowa tight ends, you never know. You see people like George Kittle, TJ Hawkinson, so maybe he could be solid. I don't know. This is just my mock draft. Uh, let me know what you guys think about the mock draft. If there's anything you guys would or change, or if you think I'm the worst GM ever, you know, you can go check on the YouTube. You can say in the comment section, or you know, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can drop it, drop a comment on Apple Podcasts, and uh just give me y'all thoughts about that so we're kind of going towards the end of this um I'm kind of give my my thoughts about all the people that we lost this offseason uh people uh, let me kind of look up look up Carolina Panthers uh offseason We got rid of uh, KK um, I guess I'm going to talk about the big ones I know we got rid of KK um, we got rid of we got rid of Trey Boston and obviously Curtis Samuel signed somewhere else so let's kind of talk about that um, KK I, I kind of had a feeling it was going to happen it was a guy that couldn't stay healthy for the last few years, he's getting older um, so I kind of had a feeling we were going to get rid of him and we're trying to be a younger team. And, you know, it's kind of sucks. He's had some great moments with the Carolina Panthers. And I don't know if he's on a team now. But if he is, I hope he has a successful year wherever he's at. Um, but I kind of had a feeling going into it that we were probably gonna get rid of him. Him and Trey Boston, another guy that's just older. He was a solid he's a solid a solid safety. I love Trey Boston. He does great things with Carolina. Again, I hope he does great wherever, whatever team he went to, um, to those two for sure. Um, it kind of sucks to see him go because they've been Panthers for a long time. And hopefully, um, I don't know if they'll retire as a Panther. Maybe, I mean, it'd be nice for them to come back and maybe do like a little retirement. Um, Obviously they'd have a great impact, like a Thomas Davis and a Greg Olson. And also speaking of them, you know, shout out to them. I'm glad they came back, retired as a Panther, it feels good, man. They their jerseys definitely need to be up in the Raptors. Definitely need to be in the Panthers Hall of Fame. Um, those guys, great hall of just Hall of Famers, both of them. So um, I'm so happy to see that you know they came back, signed that that one day contract, and retired as a Panther. I was I was so excited to see that Thomas Davis speech was amazing. Um, Greg Olson's speech was amazing. That video that we did for him was amazing. So I'm I'm happy to see that, man. Um, but Curtis Samuel, and also the, uh, shout out to Curtis Samuel. I'm glad he got the bat, man. He had an amazing season last year. He deserved it, man. I think he's going to do great things in Washington. Him and Fitzpatrick, they're going to do amazing things. Um, back, he's playing under Ron Rivera again. So Ron Rivera, hopefully, you know, he does great things. I know Ron Rivera would do good over there in Washington, but, but yeah, man, um, this is essentially it. This is essentially it for the, the mock draft and kind of the off season my off-season thoughts. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed. I know it's a little longer podcast, close to two hours, I'm assuming. Um, but I hope you guys enjoy. Like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed that intro in the beginning. And I'm going to give a, you guys one final update on what's going to be going on after this. So, this is going to be posted sometime in the near future. I don't have an exact date. But I'll be back after the draft and kind of giving my thoughts of the draft and, you know, kind of my thoughts going into the season. Probably talk about the schedule and, you well, I'm gonna think about who thinking about the schedule and who we're playing against. I know they don't have the exact like times and dates, but they have the teams. So I'll probably talk about that and kinda get my thoughts of the draft. Uh who I like, who I didn't like, if we should have went somewhere else and some other places. But overall, man, this is this has been kinda it's been it, man. This has been a great podcast. Uh, and I hope you guys enjoy. Make sure, like I said, follow me on all all audio platforms, man. I know I've said it about like five or six times already, but I just gotta keep keep addressing that, keep stressing that. Make sure you follow me on all pod, platforms, man. Uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts, I'm most likely gonna be there. So make sure you follow me on that. And like I said, the visual, the video is on YouTube. Make sure Panthermonium Podcasts um, look me up. It should be on. It should be there. You'll be able to see these amazing graphics that my boy Fo did um his his link will be or his twitter will be down in the description um so you get to see my beautiful face and you get to see you know the highlights i was showing and then the the panthers fan pages i was showing their their things like i said make sure you check them out they will also be in the description below as well in the uh the youtube video but yeah man i will be back after the draft so make sure you guys just you know follow me on all platforms make sure you guys subscribe on all platforms or whatever And I will see you guys next time. It's been Devon and I'm out. Peace.